0: Well, so we're doing the virtual school thing at home at least for the first quarter with two kids in uh, you know elementary school and we're trying to make that work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just sharing that even though that's a very difficult thing for me and I wouldn't say that I would have asked for this, uh, I was looking for the bright side of that and that was finding used desks yeah. on Facebook Marketplace and that was my kind of praise for today.
1: Yeah, but you had said like your praise isn't the homeschooling
0: It not No, it isn't. And I'm not <laughs> saying that homeschool is bad.
1: It's just hard. Uh, it's just. And, oh my.
0: It's not the route we've gone. My wife's a public school teacher, and I'm just saying it's a challenging thing for me for sure.
1: Yeah. So Deb has some encouragement for you. She said, "Okay, Jonathan, I'm going to be praying for you that by the time this whole thing is over." You will be listing your efforts as uh, a bright side. Your homeschooling efforts as a big praise. I love that she said their family is now second generation homeschooling. She's no longer the prime educator in their family. She's the backup prayer support warrior. All right, and she said I can see, surely look back and tell you that there were days that were so incredibly hard, but she said it was a huge praise. The results have been amazing, amazing, and they're you know now the kids are college degrees and they're responsible and they're loving God. And so she said, you know what? You guys can do this. You and your wife can do this. And hopefully you'll look back on the whole year and it'll be like such a praise.
0: That is so cool. Deb, thank you for those prayers and, and, you know, extend those to everybody, anybody that's kind of in my situation. Um, So, you know what? I haven't heard one time throughout this whole thing. I haven't heard any homeschool families sort of gloating At uh, the public school families that are like uh, trying to figure this out. I haven't heard that once.
1: I know. It's like, so there have been homeschooling families that have been doing this like the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, all of us come in like, oh, now we have to do homeschool. Yeah. And they haven't, you know? They've been so nice and welcoming and inclusive and so good for them.
0: If I may oblige. I have an email that came from my fourth grader's teacher
1: Oh, really? who is
0: is kind of struggling to learn the Zoom thing and their Zooming class and all that.
1: The teacher's struggling. Yes. Okay.
0: She says, Dear families, we're all working hard at learning this distance learning thing. I'm spending many hours teaching myself how to teach and assign work using the computer. Yeah. Then she says, I do ask that you would please talk to your child about how this is school time. (laughs) She said, I really need them to be focused so that they're able to hear and follow all directions. Now, is this reasonable or unreasonable from a teacher?
1: That's reasonable. I
0: agree. She goes on to say, you know, sometimes it's uh, computer technology issues. Sometimes, though, it's lack of, you know, I'm not doing the best teaching. So she's humble there. But she also says, sometimes they're being (laughs) silly and they need to put the toys (laughs) away. So. (laughs) Now I do know people that when you talk to them and say, hey, how you doing? They'll say, oh, tired. (laughs) And uh, that's generally like nine times out of 10 what they'll say, and I'll admit I'm that person sometimes. And um, what we're learning this morning is, well, there are reasons for that.
1: Yeah, there are energy draining habits. There are 10 of them actually, I just read five. And these are the things that, these aren't necessarily physically draining. These are emotionally and mentally draining habits that we all do. And then we wonder why we're so exhausted. Mm -hmm. So the other five that I just mentioned were taking things personally, holding on to the past, overstressing, sleeping in late and complaining.
0: All right. So as of five minutes ago, when you said to stop that, I have stopped those.
1: (laughs) So oh, now what good. else do I need to stop? All right. Here's what else you need to stop. And you're not going to like number six.
0: does mm. it energy... say don't eat fried chicken.
1: Well, a- another energy draining habit is having a poor diet. Okay. And I'm sorry, but it's just the list. Okay. That well, makes sense. We'll move on to the so other So we are one.
0: now the Jesus and <laughs> health food show.
1: All right. Number seven, overthinking. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Because all of these are really mind things. You, yeah. you just stress in your mind and you think and think and think. Number eight, gossiping. For sure. We know that's bad.
0: We know it's bad and probably anything that we know is bad and we do it anyway, it's gotta make the list.
1: Yep, number nine, not living in the present. Mm -hmm. So you're hurrying after the future or you're dwelling in the past. And then number 10, the energy draining habit is trying to please everyone. Wow, which is impossible. Yeah, and we have a lot of work to do after these, especially that having a poor diet one. There's work to be done. Um, There's work. All right, it's time to showcase the talents of the WBGL artists. I'm telling you what, they're so talented. There's a reason why they've made it so big on to the radio. I mean, it's a big deal. And so I thought we would showcase three very talented people this morning. Okay. Just as like a just as like a, a round of applause, a clap for, for how talented they are. So our first contestant on the Jonathan and Lindsay Showcase Talent Show is Corey Asbury. And he's going to hit this high note like you wouldn't believe. Listen to this.
0: Canyons wide, deep, love for me. Wow. That's Canyons, pretty good. That's really high. <laughs> he's got a strong falsetto and it almost sounds like he's in a canyon when he's I singing know. that.
1: Okay. That was amazing. Okay. Now we got Danny Goki, who can whistle like nobody's business. Check this out. That was good. And so that's
0: let me just, hear that one more time. Yeah, it goes it's by short. It goes yeah. so quickly. Let's see if we can go back to the Danny Goki whistling. There it is. Okay. Right in the middle of the song.
1: So good. So good. Just so good. Okay. And then we would be, we just have to share. Natalie Grant, because that voice is just angelic. So here's one more. And check this out. I don't know if this is called a run, I think. Uh, This is the Jonathan and Lindsay Showcase of Christian Artists Talent Show this morning. Um, She does a little run thingy. I don't know. It kind of sounds like Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston or something.
0: Oh, her arms are up, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about, oh, don't worry what you sound like. Just make a joyful noise. Oh,
1: come on. God
0: hears all (laughs) songs the same. And it's
1: true. But I mean, the talent of these three, we just got (laughs) to give it up for them. All right. I do this every year. It's just like a service to the people who are listening to the show. I go out and I find all the new pumpkin stuff that's in the stores and be released this year. Let you know about it in case you're like a pumpkin freak.
0: Right, so we've had pumpkin pie for years. That's old news. Pumpkin spice latte for some years. Totally old. Every year there's new pumpkin
1: things. (laughs) I think we're really into themes as a society. Like we get really into the theme of fall. Sure. And so then we just want everything in sight to be pumpkin spiced. (laughs) So we're already used to like the pumpkin spice cookies and coffee and creamer. That's completely old. But here are a few new things I found if they're putting pumpkin spice into. Number one, pumpkin spice Cheerios. Perfect. Which you can get those at Walmart. They're like three bucks. I feel like I could be into that with a little milk. That could be really tasty. Nothing wrong with that. This one I have a problem with. Pumpkin spice Kit Kat.
0: Mm, Is this now? This is real. Okay, I was going to say, you can veer into where these are fake memes, (laughs) but these are all legitimately real, right? No,
1: this is like a food news website because I know I, I saw the pumpkin spice Kit Kat and I was like, this is a joke but it it's real okay we, we don't like that one nope okay uh pumpkin spice hot chocolate
0: mm, that'll be fine
1: that's fine okay
0: chocolate and pumpkin that's an interesting
1: yeah dichotomy. I wasn't too sure about that one either but it is warm you know it's it's cozy the hot chocolate anyway so I, I could see I could see it going together um pumpkin spice now I thought this was jello like jello jigglers pumpkin yeah. sp- <laughs> which
0: would be really gross
1: but it's hmm. actually pudding so pumpkin spice pudding
0: that'd be fine I can
1: see that and yep. then the last one I found new pumpkin spice releases for food news pumpkin spice kettle corn
0: okay uh, I'd try that that doesn't sound terrible that's not terrible
1: really. I feel like the worst one is is Kit Kat
0: now, what is it about that? Because you already said that ch- hot chocolate would be yeah. fine. And why not in a Kit Kat? I is it like, the wafer I, thing?
1: Or? Yeah, I feel like a candy bar. I feel like Kit Kat just has such a distinctive flavor that it's just so good on its own. And there mm-hmm. are some things you just shouldn't mess with. Okay. But I can get the Kit Kat people wanting to get in on the pumpkin spice bandwagon. I can
0: see that. So, do you know about YOLO?
1: Mm hmm. You only live once.
0: Yep, it's a hashtag. And it's basically a uh, short version of the statement that actually somebody said sometime. It was like, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Yeah. And uh, our Uncle Paulie, whose full name is Paul David Tripp, and he's a really good writer about God things. And he says that, you know, trendy phrases like YOLO, and I I say that phrase sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm thinking about buying a huge steak.
1: (laughs) I'll say, well... Yellow.
0: Yellow. <laughs> I'm I'm getting the twenty-two ouncer. That's right. Because you know, I'm not gonna be able to, you know, do that someday. Yeah. And he and, which is fine. Twenty-two-ounce steak is a beautiful thing. But it is. Uh, Uncle Polly says we have to remember that probably the reason that this statement exists in every generation, not just this one, but he even says going back to the 70s and beyond, is that we all suffer from now brace yourself. Okay. Uncle Pauly says, a guy who knows a lot about Jesus says, we all suffer from eternity amnesia.
1: Mm, we don't think about it. We don't even know about it.
0: We th- we convince ourselves, even if we like had to write down everything we believe about God and heaven and all these things, we, we would say we believe all these things, but he's saying we, and including himself, suffer from eternity amnesia. We constantly are trying to talk ourselves out of the idea that there's not a whole lot more than just this present moment or this day. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's really good. Because he, he was just talking the other day about how if we lived like we knew that there was an eternity, you know, which there is. You yeah. can be with Jesus forever if you decide, choose that. Um, he said that we would live our lives so differently. And that yeah. is true. There's this Bible verse in 2 Corinthians 5. This is a message version. It says the spirit of God whets our appetite by giving us a taste of what's ahead meaning eternity in heaven. It says he puts a little of heaven in our hearts so that we'll never settle for less.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And he just reminds us like, yes, God is the sturdy hope. Whether today is good or bad, uh, today isn't all we have.